Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain! I can't hear you! Aye, aye, Captain! Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Nice! You are now in tune with the boss of the business, the What the Heck Show, on UnionPowerRadio.com. All right, we're going to go live on Facebook also in a few minutes. You guys can hear me? How about you, Jamie? Oh, boy, I hear that, too. Tony, do your intro. He didn't even show up. We have a we have a little issue here because they said they only hear me on uh, Mixler and they don't they don't hear you guys on the Mixler. So I'm gonna have to find out what the fuck is going on uh, because it should be streaming from everyone's. Uh, they can't hear you, and that's not good because they gotta hear you. Uh, I'm going to do a switcheroo real quick uh, because I think I know why it's the problem. Uh, the problem is, let me, let, me get, let me get it here. Who? Well, you on the show. He's just a guest. So it's all right if he's. Oh, oh. 
was not our responsibility. That's absolutely right. We, were we could have practiced that whole time. That's right. But we, were, we didn't. We ate. We played dominoes. <laughs> we I, am, I am here to speak for my... Well, the problem online. was they didn't play brush. They didn't get to play brush. Uh, and that I think had a good team too. I think we would have eliminated the because the way I saw I saw Bad News Bears playing against Bad News Bears. <laughs> <laughs> I would also like to congratulate uh Scott Damone, Pete DiPiero, uh Dennis McCarthy, Amy Goldstein, all and all the volunteers at the eight oh four golf outing yesterday. They did an outstanding job as they always do. Um, all the volunteers worked really hard, including Hector, myself, uh, Pistone, the Maloney brothers, uh, Chris Coleman. There was so many other volunteers. I can't remember them all. Sue was there. Um, and, you know, everybody who just helped, you know, thank you guys so much. And, and to all the members that participated, that spent the money, that came down, bought raffle tickets, bought the 50-50. Um, you made it very, very uh, – uh, uh, you, made, you made it for a very good time, a very good day. Um, we, we generated a lot of money for the Dr. Artie Foundation, which is huge. You know, it's a great scholarship fund for our Teamsters uh, children who are uh, going to be going off to college soon, who are looking to get a scholarship, you know, and we do appreciate it. So thank you so much. I mean, I, I'm not sure of the count. I think right now they were somewhere around $18,000 that was uh, that was put together, and that's huge. So thank you so much to everybody who participated in the golf outing yesterday. It was really, truly, like, uh, yeah, an anybody, amazing event. And anybody that's um, uh, watching uh, the Zoom and see my color is because these son of a <laughs> bitches left me out there to burn and die. <laughs> he was, Hector was one of the volunteers who was watching one of the uh, holes, and he had to make sure that uh, what was yours that the closest to the hole or was the, it the longest drive? Longest drive, right. longest drive. Someone hit a three hundred and sixty uh, yard. That shit was crazy. I wow. heard he was from Nassau. No, he wasn't from <laughs> Nassau. <laughs> Nassau's just winning everything, huh, Carl? Yes. It's about time we get back on the map. It's about time <laughs> that people re recognize us and give us the respect we deserve. Yeah, so Jamie, if you are, did all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jamie was uh, filming uh, Facebook Live and arguing with the other players of the other team. Well, <laughs> I, I want to go back to my shout out real quick. Uh oh, here we go. For Matt Bauman, Matt Halberg, I think he was the captain. Joe Laverde, Stanley Ramos. Mike Piedmonte, Nathan Smith, Adam Weeks, Tony Perez, Ronnie Jones, Julio De La Cruz, Keith Oten, Odinger, Bill Castle, and Scott Rivera. Thank you for bringing that softball championship back where it, well, home where it belongs. And it ain't ever going to Foster. Oh, I don't know about that one. You mean to, what was the name? What was the big controversy with the name? What was the name of it? The Foster Avenue hoodlums. Oh, the, the no, hoodlums. Don't worry, Hector. Nobody's ever going to remember because they didn't win. <laughs> uh, it doesn't we'll matter what their name was. We'll be back. I tell you what, though. Uh, I feel like the first time we did this, 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 we did this right before COVID. Uh, we had our first uh, softball tournament with the feeder drivers, the feeder warriors won, and. Um, 
you know, I remember all the teams that was new. A lot of the teams came to play, but, you know, I don't think everybody was as ready. This year, I feel like every team came out there, kind of stepped their game up. I mean, from the uniforms to the to the performance of the play, I felt like these softballs, these, these guys were really, I mean, your Brush Avenue guys, Hector, they look like, like all-stars out there there man they really did they had a good uh, NASA, pitcher i mean they came they came to play uh your your pitcher there i think his name is uh Ver- verdi verdi go joe laverdi jo- joe laverdi i mean he's just a natural pitcher but the he's guy really just, from foster you know that right yeah uh, you know what all the good players usually are yeah, everybody's <laughs> from oh my god you hear these guys they can't just accept defeat <laughs> Listen, no, it was great they, it was great they were good in um, eating burgers and hot dogs <laughs> well, uh, speaking of that, this is all the couple things. We had the softball tournament. We had the golf outing. So, you know, 804 has definitely been making its mark uh, in, in those categories. But also, you know, uh, I think that we should talk a little bit about the debate that everybody seems to be chatting about that went on a couple of weeks back. We had a huge debate with Verma and uh, Steve Verma and Sean O'Brien from the, uh, you know, the Team Says United slate and the Team uh, Power slate. And uh, a lot, a lot has been said over the debate over the last couple of weeks by a lot of different people. And I would like some people in here who uh, heard the debate, we'd like your take on it. Well, I I tuned into the debate uh, just listening in and stuff because I was still... um I was finishing my shift. Uh, it was it was a good debate. Um, they hit on some issues. I would have liked them to touch in on more, but I know it was only an hour. Um, I do like the little bit of tension that was going on between them. It shows that you know, while they did agree on some issues, there you know where they disagreed, they were on complete opposite sides. So obvious. It seems like we have two. Decent candidates, I guess you could say. Wait, I don't know about two decent candidates. What the hell are you talking about, bro? <laughs> what what, what is wrong saying? with you? Did you watch the debate, Carl? I did. I think he watched. I, it. I think he watched. I didn't the, watch it. No. I think he watched the Trump and Biden debate. <laughs> I don't know. I almost said this was the best contract ever. Well, no, that was the dumbest thing. Well, that was that was pretty dumb. Well, we already know where he's leading. He's gonna he he's leading right into Hoffa's Hoffa's and keeping the, right exactly what Hoffa's doing and he's keeping the twenty two forty his money from the companies or companies that he's going to be representing and stuff or dealing with. He we already know where he's going. That's that's a if you vote for him, nah. Well, I have to say, in that sense, I agree with you. One of the hard, hard parts of watching that that debate was listening to Viarma talk about the vote no movement like it was a farce, which was like you're talking about um, thousands of teamsters across the country who was pushing to for that vote no campaign. You can't call something like that a farce, especially when it was your people that decided to ram this down our throat, knowingly ramming it down our throat. Companies that he's going to be dealing with, no. What type of person he is, and if I win, you already know we're gonna be the same as Hoffa, or probably even worse. Trickle some money my way. That's basically it. I mean, I don't know what he's smoking to say that, 
that this was one of the greatest contracts. I mean, one of the greatest contracts. No, this was I mean, a, this was terrible. Over two hundred something thousand teamsters voted against this contract. So how could you even say that this was one of the greatest contracts that ever? You know, there was a campaign to vote against it. Like well, everything he said at the debate, and everybody else on his team has been saying about the twenty-two fours are the that's that's the great thing too. They're telling us basically what they're doing. It's 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 a useless vote. I would never vote. Now let me guy. ask you guys a question because I'm of the uh, fairer skin complexion, and you gentlemen are of the uh, darker complexion. What is that um, supposed to mean? Did. No, what, no. What, what are you saying, man? Yeah. Well, well, you got You all have tans. I don't tan as well as you all do. I would like to know from you guys. Did <laughs> because you, your your did head you, is closer to the you, sun. Can shut up. <laughs> did you guys care that much? I mean, I know it's something to talk about in a debate, but did you guys need them to keep repeating and and harping on the diversity that each of them had in their slates? I mean, it was it was good to hear. You know, each of them has well. The women. reason each of them have people of color. Well, Carl, it's not that they were harping. The question was asked, so you know they were just trying to. And the reason because- was is because Hooker and uh, Chris uh, Silver, uh, were Silver. Al- yeah, was always talking about you know how many blacks, how many Hispanics, how many are in each slate. So I guess they they brought it up to the to the platform and and to answer their question because that's all they they've been talking about is. How many blacks? How many Puerto Ricans? How many Hispanics? How many uh, whites are in somebody's slate? Listen, I I, I like to see difference in women. Absolutely. I like to see women. I like to see blacks. I like to see Hispanics because everybody has a culture that they can you know follow. And and I'm just saying that it this this is becoming a a black and white thing. How many blacks you have in your slate? How many Hispanics you got in your? And it shouldn't be about that. It should be about what you're gonna do to fix this international union. That's right. that's what that's the focus. It should be. Who cares? That's what I'm I don't care if there's a Japanese guy in there. I don't. As long as he's focused on the membership. I'm gonna disagree with you. My my disagreement is if your your union has diversity in it. There should be some diversity on your slate. It shouldn't just be made up of one group. I'm quite sure there are plenty of other people that are qualified in other groups that can do the same job and probably even do it better than one particular group. You have to have diversity because of the simple fact that one group is not going to know what another group really wants or how they feel, really feels or or how they handle certain situations. So you need diversity, just the same as a preloader. But what do you mean by diversity? I mean, if you never did preloader. So uh, let me ask you a question. What are you saying? What are you saying? That that you have to have a a Hispanic guy there to communicate with the Hispanic people? You should have diversity because, like I said, there are plenty of people Within this, this this union is very diverse now. It it's, is, it's but listen, kind of but there. but what you're saying it's, is that what you're saying is that you have to have a Hispanic guy there to communicate with me because I'm Hispanic. That's what you're saying. No, that's not what I'm saying. 
What I'm saying is no. He he's saying everybody I'm, everybody sh- every member of this local should be representative in the executive should be represented in the executive board. I think we should have the most qualified people for the job, no matter what race, religion, color, creed, or gender. Totally agree. But you got to remember, some people when they're picking out a slate, they're only going to the people that they know. They're not reaching out to other people. There's people all over. Not just in, if I'm from Arkansas, I don't just have to pick people from Arkansas. There's people from New York in different nationalities that can do the same job or even do it even better. But how would I know if I don't reach out? I'm only going with people that are- But Jamie, don't you think think they did their homework and looked everywhere to find who? No? I doubt it. No? I doubt some. I'm saying now they're doing that, but before it wasn't being done like that. They were just going with who they know, who's in front of them. Now I, I think, one, but, uh, is I think it, one slate did their research, but I'm not sure. I, I think another slate was handpicked by their predecessor. Yeah. I think the other, I think one, the Oz slate, I think maybe was done. You know, everybody went out and looked for the right people to, to be on the team. But the other slate, I think the Viamis slate was uh, was handpicked by by Hoffa. That's that's my opinion. I, I but I Jamie, think, let I, me even the odd slate. Jamie, I think the odd slate was picked by who was making the most noise, probably. All right, so Jamie, let me ask you a question. Just because I, I got to ask this question. So, if if one slate has five women. And the other slate has two women. Do they make them better because they have five women and they have the other no. one has two women? No. Or do you go for the, quali- the, the the qualification of doing the job to getting this union back to his tracks? Right. But okay. that's what you should be looking at. But all I'm so, saying is... Th- so you're saying well, that... You're not looking at their mouth. But I'm saying <laughs> it's the same thing because you're saying what you're saying is that if you don't have enough women in a slate or enough blacks no, or enough Hispanics in one slate, that slate is no good. That's, that's not what I'm saying. So what, no, he, saying? what he's saying is we need to have the diversity on the slate. I, my only thing was I felt like they, it was the way they were talking about it during the debate was who has more women, who has more African-Americans. That's who what has I heard. More Hispanics that, that we don't need that. Who do you have? Who's qualified? So right. if it's if you have the most qualified African American for the job, great. If you have the most qualified woman for the job, great. We don't need to keep hearing you say, "Well, I have three, and you only have two, and I have five, right. and you only have." Four. Right. We need the most qualified people. Get exactly. me the most qualified but, people. But all I'm saying, is, let everybody be represented. The you know accurately. All, all I'm saying is. The most qualified doesn't necessarily come from one group. There's plenty of qualified people from all over. That's Absolutely. why you have to reach out to different people. You so you guys felt that the know. Jamie, so you, uh, all of you guys, you guys all felt that that was a fair question from the moderator. Like, I mean, we're dealing with Teamsters, yeah. right? We're dealing yeah. with with a, a situation where people do speak of diversifying yeah. and having diversified slates and having diversified more diversification in our local when it comes to gender, race, color, creed. Um, you guys felt like that was those moderators, basically, that was a fair question for the candidates. Yes. 
I okay, did. Uh, how about the question on vaccinations now? Did you feel that? I mean, it's. I felt like the moderators were act, asking a lot of questions that have to deal with a lot of social issues, which are fine, because as a union, yeah, we do have to deal with social issues. But there were people that felt that they wanted more questions asked about what are you going to actually do for our members? What are you actually going to do to to make our union stronger? You got to remember, there's more debates coming up, so I think that particular debate was geared towards one. That one type of question. We have another debate coming up this sorry, week. Sorry. It, it's going to be different now. It should be different. It should be geared towards what are you going to do about the union now? But do you None feel that, that the questions should be coming from like the national press? Or do you feel like we should actually have members asking these questions? Well, 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 maybe they maybe they were getting the questions from, from Teamsters through the emails or however they were getting them and they were just writing them down and then they were, I don't know. Just, I'm assuming that's what they were doing. Just joining us now is uh, Greg Kerwood. Greg Kerwood? I'm assuming that's what they were doing. They were getting questions from members, and they were they were handpicking which questions they were asked. I don't know. What do you say about that, Kurt, Greg? Is Greg on our Zoom right now? Yes, or? He yeah, he's on there. He's on All our right. Zoom. He's Welcome, muted, Greg Kerwood. Right. Dean Doss is listening to Dean. If you're listening, Dean, uh, you could also join us. I would love to hear what you have to say with your extensive you, you years with the company. You have to unmute yourself, Greg, if you want to say something. You have to unmute there yourself. There you go. Oh, there you go, Greg. To my up, knowledge, Greg? Those, those questions the came from the, the, the panelists, with the exception of the couple questions they said came from the audience. Right. I don't think, I don't think based on the quality of the questions, that those there's any way those questions came from actual Teamsters. They were all directed from thoughts that people outside would have. Are you going to join the AFL-CIO? What do you think about the two-thirds rule I didn't even know that's that already was. gone? Uh, you know, questions about the, the, the elect, the presidential, uh, national presidential election. But Greg, that's, that's, <laughs> but that's been a, that's been a big topic lately as far as if Teamsters, because Teamsters have been, I'm assuming with, with UPS, with, with this company, rather. This company, certain Teamsters, we're, it's like we're moving away from a certain branch of Teamsters. We're getting anybody. We're just accepting anybody. So I think that question was good because now you're going to join, you're thinking about joining or, or combining two unions with each other that has nothing to do with each other. So all you're doing is increasing the numbers, but you're not sticking to a particular core packages or trucking. You're not sticking with a certain industry. So it's like you're going getting teach. You got teachers, you got police officers, you got dogs. I think I think the questions were very broad. They were more um topical of what we're going through right now as far as uh you know what we're going to do about the vaccine. All things we need to know, but we need to get into the nitty gritty. We need to get into what the fuck are you people going to do come next year? I, I need to know what you're going to do. I need to know from Vierma, are you going to be different from Hoffa? Are you going to be different from what we've been dealing with for the past 19 years? I've only been dealing with it for 13, but are you going to be different? And the one question he was asked about that, it didn't seem like he was going to veer too much off the Hoffa path, but we <laughs> need to find out more intricacies more details of of what they're what they're planning to they're do planning. 
Did any, did any of them put a plan up? Like post a plan somewhere on the internet somewhere? Just... I didn't see anything. Well, what a lot of what people were saying too is some of the the questions because the candidates weren't expecting these type of questions came out off a little vague. Uh, especially when they were talking about organizing Amazon, where they both spoke a lot, but nobody really had the Any plan plans? or how they were going to fund it. Or uh, I thought it was interesting. I was watching uh, a debrief that was done by uh, some of the members of, I believe, what is it, uh, Tempest Magazine, um, with Andy Sertinger. I believe they had uh who was it uh Tom Leadham who you you almost used look to be like the president you, you Tom like, Leadham who used to be the president of local two oh six in Portland, Oregon, Richard Hooker from six. You look like Viama right Tim now. Sylvester. You know that? Tim Sylv huh? You look like Viama right now. Or Viagra. Like you know why? Like because Tim. you're reading notes. Well no. That's <laughs> well, what I said. Well I I couldn't remember notes. their I don't always remember all their names. He uh, Tim that we Sylvester. <laughs> But anyway, they, these guys were doing a, a debrief after the uh, presidential debate, and they spoke about some of those issues. So if you want to see that, you could look it up on www.tempest.org uh, and uh, see some of the stuff that they said on it, too. These guys are distinguished teamsters, you know, from around the local. Tom was actually worked under Ron Carey as a warehouse director at one point. And, uh, you know, they had some, some uh, interesting things to say, especially on, on like, how— if we're going to – what I thought was interesting was when Tim Sylvester said when he was trying to organize overnight, uh, he had about 40, 50 members you know, across the country trying to organize all, overnight, which obviously is tiny compared to, to Amazon. So you know, the kind of money that you would have to generate to go after a company like Amazon, the kind of people that you would have to get behind it, you would have to have not just hundreds but thousands of Teamsters across the country involved in organizing – this campaign against Amazon, and you got to think about where that where that money's going to come from. Where are the funds? Where are you going to allocate these funds from? Greg Kerwood would would probably be able to to uh, 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 you know talk about this as well, Greg, because you're good with the with the money. You know that taking on a company like Amazon is just going to be uh, uh, it's going to be emptying the pockets a bit. You know, it's not going to be an easy feat. We're talking about a multi-billion, billion, billion over, over company. <laughs> so, you know, there's a lot, a lot of stuff. And, and a lot of them, again, didn't really speak on, on how they would do that. It's just basically, yes, we have to put a plan into place. Yes, we have to do this, but you know, all of that is, what is Tony, but in fairness, you just spent longer making that statement than either one of those gentlemen was allowed to answer. That question. Exactly. True. That's right. They I should. Like, I should have had. Going to describe how to organize Amazon in two minutes. I should have had a buzzer <laughs> and said, "Yo, your time is up. And, time. Yeah. Time. <laughs> who time. picked that moderator? And who picked the panel? Well, I, I gave us all picked by the election supervisor. If they start taking longer, shut them up. Because when I, when I they that was good. when they talked about the two thirds rule, not realizing that it was already we already got rid of it. I didn't know what the fuck, what date was I watching this? What date were they working on? What was going on? Because nobody seemed to know shit. Well, we have Dean Doris on, on now on the Zoom. So. All right. Welcome, Dean. <laughs> Dean Doris. I keep messing up the camera. No, not yet. I, I took the dog for a walk and I'm sitting outside right now. So the long, Dean, the let me see that hat. Let me see that oh. hat, Dean. Oh, you want to see the other hat? Okay. Yeah. Thought you were gonna wear it. 
Where to put it? He, he got a hoodlum's hat. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so, 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 Jamie, how says better luck next time? So, Jamie, how did you feel? <laughs> and uh, Greg and all you guys that are listening, how did you feel of him using the word there you go, Jamie. token? Oh, I thought, thought that was, was it very good. token. <laughs> yeah. What did you guys feel? Token, very was it token? Huh? If you go back, I think if you go back and watch the video where he says that. He says it exactly in a very negative way. Yeah. So, um, me personally, I thought uh, Lisa Matthews, the moderator, did a really good job of moderating the debate. I thought the two gentlemen asking questions <clears throat> were nowhere close. I'm, I'm going to be nice. They didn't do a good job. No, so, they didn't. They didn't. They were all confused. They didn't even yeah. do their fucking research. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they asked one both, question. I thought, yeah, I thought both candidates had some good points. I thought both candidates had some bad points. I thought, just as Hector just pointed out about uh, Tony not being able to read, I thought that was a major sign. You know, it's like, and Carl, you're still really dark. You need to get some uh, light in your face. Or you something. know, it's funny because I'm outside. There, now we can see you. Yeah, but you're, so, you're blocking our sun with that big head. This is what I signed up for This is why I joined the show To get fucking ridiculed (laughs) That's part of it (laughs) So it's really weird Because on the Facebook live Everybody's on the screen at once But here on the Zoom It's one person at a time on the screen No, you could change that You could change that I'm up in the corner You can change that, I think Because I got everybody Yeah, you can change that I couldn't get the Facebook live I don't know where it was on the, you could just change the, the 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 settings and you can get everybody's face because that's what's on Facebook. All this is on Facebook, and this is on the Zoom and all. You might not be able to do it on your phone if you're on your phone. It might be too small. Yeah, yeah, because you're assuming I'm you're assuming I'm technologically adept and I am not. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> so so I asked the question to you, uh, Jamie, and everyone that's on this uh, panel right now that the the word token. I mean, what did he fucking mean by that? I mean, he tried to explain to... He says that, yes, I used the word token because it's a proper... What the... I mean, what is he calling? Was, He's calling everyone a token as far as the the O'Brien slate. And and when yes. O'Brien asked him to apologize, to yeah. not, not to him, to the people that he called tokens, he couldn't even do that. He wasn't going to do it. No. He doubled down on his answer, which was not the. the Wasn't smart. You can possibly not know that that was inappropriate in this day and age. I mean, even the moderator seemed a bit confused because she said to him, "She was upset. No, if you see her, if you saw, if you saw her, if you saw her face reaction, she 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 really laid into him on that one. She did, yeah. But if if you saw her face reaction, it was like a thousand words right there. Her face reaction was like. What she really wanted to say? What the fuck are you talking about tokens? What do you mean by that? You know, and, and her face reaction was crazy. It was like it told it told it well, all. Well, she and when she went, and she looked and then, up at him and said, and then, did no, you not know that was a discriminatory but comment." Did you see when she walked? She she looked away from him. She was like, you know, it was like it was like she was so upset yeah. about the word token. And it, it felt like I I don't know if that it, was bad. 
That yeah, was real bad. It was bad. And you know, that's that's the half away, you know? That that's the half and people gotta understand. Listen, I, I tell everyone, you listen, do your homework, do this, do that. But it's, it's another debate coming up, as a matter of fact, on the 14th. This week coming up. Yeah, so. Yes, in Las Vegas at the Mirage, correct. Right. Tuesday, I think, 8 o'clock your time, 5 yeah. o'clock California time. 8 o'clock, yeah. Right. So is it going to be another debate? Cal the, 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 the real time, California time. How is that so the real we're time? we're lucky enough that a lot of times they usually have just one, if they have one at all. And this year, we're actually going to get three. We're going to get two presidential and then... One with the Secretary of Treasury. I can't I wait till the Mickey Mouse one comes on. I mean, uh, the the Secretary <laughs> of Treasury, Mr. Herrera. Oh, I can't wait for that'll that be, one. That'll be on September 29th at the same time. Um, uh, eight eight o'clock Eastern, five o'clock West. I wish they could see me. Do you know where me. they're doing Cause... it, Dean? See, Tony, Dean doesn't have to check his notes. So, no. Somewhere, right in, somewhere, in yeah, somewhere in Chicago. I haven't, I haven't heard specifically where yet. Uh, oh, it's in Chicago. It, yeah, if I if I have it, I don't have that information in front of me. Um, we we need to submit questions. They need to let us know where we can submit questions, and we need to submit. Well, just don't we let do Jane. You do have O'Brien's going to be because at our the, the questions at the panel. Yes, sir. That's right. The twenty fifth, we will have O'Brien in our local. He's going to come down uh, and speak. At the Podjels. What is how you call that? How you say that? Pladush. The Pladush. Yeah. Plat douche. Oh, Plat douche. It's actually a really nice place. Um, it's going to be nice. Uh, but definitely, if you have any questions, Carl, that would be the place to to ask them, you know? Well, there's yeah, only going to be O'Brien there. We, yeah, we, I need to talk to both of them, though. We need to talk to both of them. Yeah, but wait. We're going to speak to O'Brien see what he got to say. He's going to have to answer some questions. And oh, wait, wait. Dude, wait, try welcome, not to fuck, try not to drown him with fucking 10,000 questions. He's going to answer a lot of questions. Can we make it on this show? Sean, Sean, Sean's going to say, I'm never going back you're there. You're lucky. talking to Jamie. Jamie, you lucky. Told me you could be naked. <laughs> what hey, the fuck Rich, is that? What are you doing? <laughs> That's the like, fans page. I didn't like the view that Rich was giving us. <laughs> I didn't like it at confused. all. <laughs> he was on his OnlyFans, Rich. You're oh my god! Wow, that's one of the greatest uh, uh, Union brothers in our local, right there, Mr. Richard Polakowski. He's crazy. Hey, Rich. What's up, kids? Hey, Rich. Thank you for coming to the golfing, bro. It was fun, right? I had a great time, man. Awesome. You look like you're still feeling the effects. <laughs> I just got done washing cars. Let me ask you something, Rich. Did you watch the debate also? I've been trying to, and uh, I haven't. I got through five minutes of it. Uh, I have it on podcast. No, I want to get into it, but there's just a lot going on, call because Dominic is out on comp, so I'm doing Dominic's job, doing my job as always. You know, I've been a shop steward alternate. Are you Photoshop? Long time, long time. You know, I was Vinny's alternate with Dominic and Tommy. So when Dominic's not here and Vinny's, you know, Vinny's president of our great local 804. So you got it all by yourself, Rich. I've been keeping busy. So I will listen to the debate. Obviously, the last time me and Hector were there, Hector doesn't remember. I drove down with Hector. Yeah, and what happened? You couldn't eat in my car or smoke in my car. Did I eat in your car? You almost did, and I fucking told you, get the fuck out. <laughs> I ate I was going to leave you in the middle of I don't I give a fuck where. 
I remember you yelling at Ken Hall. That was fucking awesome. Well, remember that? <laughs> yeah. I that remember that. What did you say to Ken Hall, heck? I was telling you him suck. how fucked up he was while walking you across suck. the street. You suck, Ken! <laughs> yeah, you, you suck, motherfucker! He's walking. There's video of it on the internet of him walking down the street, and, and all you hear is, Ken Hall, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be me. Good shit. That was a good old days. But you know what? Now we have a new uh, election coming up. Half of Regine has to get the fuck out of. Listen, everyone's talking about that. John O'Brien was part of that regime. And it's true. And it's nothing. It's nothing uh, false about that. But I, the way these guys were handpicked by Hoffa is only leads you to believe that Hoffa will never leave office with these guys in office. They will be totally controlled by the guy Biddle or whatever his name is. It's going to be controlled. They're going to be asking questions and, and telling uh, Hoffa what to do in certain situations that ain't in your office. And it's just going to be just like Hoffa is, is, is running the show from his home, relaxed with his maid, changing his diaper and all that type of shit. So, you know, people got to open up their eyes. There's a well, lot he of made it pretty clear, Heck. I mean, he said that it was the greatest contract they ever signed. He said that the vote and, no movement was a farce. I mean, at least Sean O'Brien is automatically like, yeah, that was the biggest mistake of all time. We're going to change that. We're going to fight to get those 22 fours and be, and make them three, uh, 0300 drivers. You know, the, it, it's, he, he's making the case for the kind of change that we want. And Viram is making the case for already we're okay well how are we okay where in your mind is it are the teams just feeling okay about what's been going on for the last few years and the kind of contracts that you guys have put in and play here i mean he's got to be out of his mind to think to sit there and say that these were some of the this was the best contract and you know i mean i i couldn't vote for that what did i ever right. do before he was uh in politics or in the uh what was he before. He's a president. He's a president of a, a local. He came out of the grocery warehouse, warehouse division. Okay. And and then um, he's he's the principal officer of his local in Denver, and he's the um, president. He's the lead officer for the Joint Council Three. Okay. So. Okay. Is there? And, and he's and he's the current current. He's one of the current seven uh, vice presidents at right. large. <clears throat> so no, collective. I just want to make sure that because they I heard them talk about our company for a little bit, but I, you know, they touched a little bit on different Teamsters, but everybody needs to know what these guys are going to do for their their specific contracts. I, it, it was funny. I didn't it was really hear much. It was funny on the debate when uh, Viagra on uh, Viagra. 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 Yeah, it's my English, and I better go looking Viagra. Anyway, uh, when he was telling uh, about the story about Sean O'Brien, that he was at the airport, and when that situation was happening with the film industry now in Boston, that he went up to, that Sean went up to him and said, I'm afraid to go back to Boston because I don't want to get arrested. And, and Sean's reaction to that, if you saw his face, was like, this motherfucker is lying his ass <laughs> off. And, and, you know, it, it was the most hilarious shit ever that he will bring that up. And this is the situation. This is, this is what you guys got to listen to. This is what they have. This is what they got. They bring out the dirt to try to make the members vote for them. 
this is the type of people you want in office. I mean, we're having this local election also. People, they, they don't run on what's the positive of the fucking local. They run on what the negatives on the local just to grab those those votes. And this is what, exactly what Steve Vagra was doing at that moment, was trying to pull, you know, shit out of, you know, he was trying to, he threw shit that, at the wall. That good old-fashioned mudslinging. Yeah, and he, he said he in threw, the beginning it wasn't about the mudslinging, and, and he got right into it. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what people got to notice that, you know, that difference in, in elections and, and, you know, Sean was trying to talk about and, and, and took him off guard, was trying to talk about what he's going to do and what his team is going to do. And with the with with Viagra, Viagra talking shit took him out of that that I mean, that space, but it, it was a good debate. And I thought they should have put on boxing gloves and just had it out. Um, that's so let, I, let's talk saying. about it. Who do, who do we think won that debate? I'm curious to hear from Dean Dawes, Greg. I'm curious to hear from everybody, but anybody on the Zoom, who do we think won the debate? It was basically even. I, I think Sean won the debate based upon opening and closing statements. I, I, think, I, think, I think Sean did an excellent job with both his closing and opening statements. And I don't think uh, Mr. Verma did very good at either one of those. No. Yeah, I agreed. It looked to me kind of like he was reading off most of the stuff. And and uh, when those uh, when it was time for those statements, Sean O'Brien was very, uh, you know, right off the top of the head, just kind of looking at the audience or looking out and making it clear what his position was. And Verma, it just seems like he was at first with the opening statements, he seemed like he was a little nervous, to be honest with you. Uh, he seemed a little uh, off his game. And I mean, he settled in later on, but his closing statements weren't much stronger. Okay. Uh, I think so you, guys it, all, and, you guys all watched the video of it, correct? Correct. Yes. Well, yeah, most I, of us. Couldn't I, see was, it live. <laughs> I was only tuned into the audio. So just hearing the audio, not really seeing it. I would also say that uh, Sean O'Brien won. Um, hearing you guys say that he was reading, you know, reading notes, I was able to pick uh, without watching it. I can tell where the note reading came from and where the natural responses came from. And, uh, I don't need your, I don't need you to read from the playbook of Hoffa. So I'm going to also say that, <laughs> and, uh, and, that Sean O'Brien won. And, and full disclosure, I know it's hard to tell, but <laughs> oh, I saw the hat. I'm a team Oz supporter, but if, if Sean went on there and totally just blew it, I'd be sitting here saying Sean just totally blew it, and I don't think he did. Oh, I absolutely. Think he won it. No. You know, I'm not. I'm not saying that because I'm a Sean supporter. Well, Bioma well, you know, so. really lost it. Might have lost it when he said, "Jamie, take off the pirate hat." Jamie, Jamie, no, what's don't with the pirate hat? Don't address me with a pirate hat on. Okay, and, I, thought and it was just, I thought it was just me seeing it. Okay, <laughs> I, I thought somebody. Yeah, what is? What is with the pirate hat, Jamie? The background stuff, man, and, and this is what came up. Virtual oh. background, uh, not pirate mask. Oh, oh my god! god. Yeah, but I don't know oh how to god. get the background. You don't know how to take the pirate mask you, off. You either. have to. Are you, Jamie? Are you on your phone? No, I'm on a computer. I told you, right click, choose virtual background. Right, but that background doesn't come up. So what do you think about the debate? Backgrounds and filters. Yes. You need to have the picture for it to come up. Yeah, you got to have the picture. I'm not helping this guy with Zoom. (laughs) 
<laughs> you should have came to the meeting before the meet before the show. I'm not helping you with Zoom. The pre-meeting meeting. Yeah, the pre-production meeting meeting. <laughs> he's even late. Uh, he, he's even late to go to the bathroom. I don't know. He's he just. I make it convenient for him, and he still. It's just it's still enough. fucked up. See, <laughs> change it like that, Jamie. Just like that. Look at that. Oh. You, oh, you, you, you have Tony, to that's why. Tony, you were talking about it before. One of the issues that was brought up at the debate was the uh, the possibility of the of the vaccines. Right. What are we? Well, they they were ahead. talking about you know uh, well all the government mandates and stuff, uh, mandatory vaccinations, and you know what what's the uh, what is our what is what is going to be the union stance on these kind of uh, issues. So, you know, this, this is going to be interesting. I don't. Aren't they listen. supposed to be in court? Supposed to be going to the court, right? No, what they're court saying court. is any any company that has more than 100 employees are mandatory to uh, to take that vaccine. I will take on it. We, we have no. Aren't they supposed to be going to court about that? Somebody's supposed well, to someone's going to take it to court. There's right. no question about that. Well, it's going to be interesting because every state seems to be having their own, you know, uh, uh, legislation or rules on this. So, you know, like, for example, in Florida and Texas, it's going to be very difficult yeah, not, to get people. they're not doing it. They don't even want to wear masks. So, you know, listen, I think this is going to be a very difficult issue for the union to take on. And they might have to take it on locally all across the country. You know, every local fighting their own battle trying to figure out if this is something that can be collectively bargained, you know. Well, that's uh, what they said at the debate. It has to be bargained. And even uh, even Vinnie Perone's statement on Facebook, he said it has to be bargained. I just the, don't once know. Once the government says that, you can't, there's nothing about bargaining about that. Once yeah, you, you can't fight government that. ruling. No, I'm not saying about fighting state. government ruling, but if you're going to, if if you're telling me, if, if I choose not to get the vaccine and I got to submit to weekly testing, are you paying me for the weekly right. testing? Like, There's how does this all work? Well, how does that, this work? How are they going to do it? Whether they're going to require the vaccine, whether they're going to offer the testing, whether they're going to pay for the testing, and, whether they're going to put who, people on the clock, whether they're going to pay people for time off to go get the vaccine, whether they're going to pay people who already got the vaccine. Oh, the who, who, am I, who am I showing my... Do I have to show my vaccine card? This is now violating... Uh, excuse me, HIPAA laws. You have, you have to show your MMR card. Kids have to show that MMR card when we go to school or the other people. It's, it's the same thing. It's on the vaccination. It just show that you have it or you didn't have it. Right, but, but parents thing. are willing to, to show that so that their kids uh, can attend school. We're all grown-ups that, that have the right to keep our medical history and medical information private. So why do we all of a sudden... That's a you want me to go... There's nothing... This wasn't a requirement when I got hired. But it's going to be a requirement now. You got to live up with the times you, you just got to go with Listen, the time the fact that it's still yeah. a lot to be bargained jamie if you, right you it has to be bargained to like that has has to be bargained once the president sets it and it's done and they, he mandates the companies what bargaining are you going to do uh, we Greg have just mentioned the whole bunch of it the whole bunch of it you know who's going to pay for it? who's going to pay for the testing who's going to pay for the vaccination about who's going to do that and who's going to do this but once he says it it got to be done yeah but you still bargain how it's going to be done James. so it's because something's mandated you, you still have to bargain that, but yeah you can bargain about that but like i said it got to be done one way or another so and 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 how how long do i have to get before i have to get the vaccine? 
If he says it, to, if he says it tomorrow, how long do we have before we're put on leave or before any of this if, stuff kicks in? Like, there's so much shit that has to be talked what about. What a great time to put it to come up, and it's about to be peace. <laughs> yeah, lock oh, us wow. out of the building. Oh, it's gonna be too funny. Lock <laughs> us out of the buildings. Listen, I'm vaccinated, but I, I, I'm. I'm all for people's right to choose and to force somebody as a condition of employment to get a vaccine, to get something put in their body that they don't know is it to me is wrong. I'm gonna, it's bullshit. No, I'm going to call. Rich, go get a shirt, man. I can't keep looking at you like that, man. Go get a shirt. <laughs> Richard, what were you going to say, Rich? <laughs> I'm going to call bullshit that the company was going to say that they don't have to comply because they're, gonna, they're essential employees or some nonsense. Because they need packages delivered, they need preloaders there, they need drivers there, and there's no way that they can comply. So they're going to say that they're above the law like they've done in the past. And since Post office don't have to comply? The 60 I'm hour, hour, They'll tell you that you could do 100 hours a week, but you could, you could only drive, but you could be a helper for 70. They always find a way to not comply because they're above the law. So then no way they're going to comply with this. I hope they're gonna, not. They're going to use the same thing the post office is using. The post office can do it. We can do it. I hope it's not because because this to force people to do something that they may not want to do is bullshit. And that we've been in this pandemic now for almost two years, and you know, just a couple of months ago, they started to pop up with these employee pre-health checks. You want to do this a year and a half into a fucking pandemic? Now you want to tell me that in order to come to work, I have to be vaccinated, show you my vaccine card, or fucking stick a, a Q-tip up my nose? Hey, let me ask you something, Carl. Go ahead. Do you want to pay taxes? No, <laughs> that's part of it. You have to pay it, right? That, but you're talking about something that goes you back to the founding father's no, right? taxes. But you have to pay it, right? <laughs> When a company, <laughs> when a company, not, not doesn't go back that far. Or, or when you, apples and oranges. Apples and oranges. You, when you apply for a mortgage, they tell you to give me your two years or three years worth of taxes, right? Isn't that your personal information? But you still give it, right? Yes, but I'm already okay. an employee now. Okay. I'm already an employee. You want to no, get the, when you, you want to do this to mortgage. the unborn? When you you want to do this to the unborn? Go do it to the unborn. Don't do it to me. I've been when here. You apply for a mortgage. You're, you don't work for them. That's in violating your privacy. They ask you for your tax returns. I'm That's the privacy. I'm going to apply to buy. If I'm going to buy a home and I want to buy a home, I know the rules that I have to follow in order to buy the home. If I'm sending my kid to school, I know the rules that I have to follow in order to send my kid to school. I've been with this company 13 years. Almost everybody on this everybody on this on this Zoom call has been with the company longer than I have. Now you want to tell me you want to see my vaccines? Did you have to show them your measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine when you got the job, Jamie? No. <laughs> you didn't have to show them shit. But, but some jobs do So now that they want to know? Do you have to some take jobs a... Quiet, do some jobs. That's fine. And when you apply for that job, you know what you're getting yourself into. When I applied for this job, they didn't even want to give me so much as a fucking drug test. Now you want to know what vaccines and what, what else I'm putting in my body? Fuck you not you jamie but fuck you you don't have the right you you don't uh, do they want to test me for hepatitis do they want to test me for chicken pot like what the fuck i gotta get i gotta get all these back 
vaccine oh, now? Listen, oh, my wife. I want to actually. Relax. I want to. Actually, I want to hear Craig. What do you think? Because you was trying to talk, and Jamie was talking all over you. So. Well, my response to Carl, I think the first thing that comes to mind is sleep apnea. You go for a DOT physical now, they've, they've changed the rules. They have to test you for sleep apnea and see, you know, how big your neck is and all that stuff. And if you don't pass that physical, you can't drive. That wasn't that way when I started. That wasn't that way when anybody here started. But the rules change and, and, and changes, you know, you bargain the changes, but the changes are made, they're made. Right. The federal law changes and you have to abide by it. So if they want to do that for the if they want to add it to the DOT, i'm going to calm down because rich told me i'm loud if they if they want to add it to the dot physical that you have to take a covid test or whatever to be eligible for a dot card fine but if you're going to tell me that i got to stick a q-tip up my nose every week you can't get tested once a year that serves no purpose <laughs> right but if can you do you could develop sleep apnea in in March and you don't take your, your DOT physical until the following January. But you're, you're okay. Wait a minute, Carl, because you're saying now that you're okay to sit no. next to someone. You hear that? Sh shut, mm -hmm. shut up. Carl. <laughs> I mean, uh, Jamie, before I shut your mic. No, down. but I'm agreeing with you, Hector. Okay. You, agree you with know. me after I finish talking. I didn't even finish talking. It's talking and you're already <laughs> agreeing with me. Thank you very much. So, uh, Go ahead, Hector. So you're I saying, know where this question's going. Okay, okay, good. So you got time to fucking think and answer anyway. So I'm saying that you feel comfortable with a person that's next to you that haven't been vaccinated and he can actually give you the virus, even though you're vaccinated, you can give you the virus. You won't die from me because I guess the vaccination is, is, is will prevent, prevent that. But you rather have Hopefully. someone that says, I don't want to get vaccinated at all. And I want to come to work, and I want to spread the wealth to all my coworkers. Are you okay with that? I'm okay with everybody having a choice to do whatever they want to do. That's what I'm okay with. I got the vaccine because just because my wife got it. And well, if you want to drive 110 miles an hour on the highway, you're okay with that because you want to do it. If other people do it around me. You're putting other I mean, people at risk to, either way. It's not just about the person getting the vaccine. It's about everybody else around. Them. Correct. But now you can't we're all just walk around and say, I want to do whatever I want to do. There's limitations to that. Yes, but people are still going to drive 110 miles an hour, even though they know it's against the law. And those are the people that, and, and we unfortunately, for that. we unfortunately the in have, this case is you don't get to work. Right. And there this is the problem with this whole, we're going to go into, into, national politics and not you know union politics but i don't feel like anybody should be forced to do something that they don't want to do i don't feel like you should be able to force me to get the vaccine again how do I got you feel the about the women in texas being forced to have babies now and not able to have a, an abortion if they want one i think their body their choice I think that goes across the board from abortions to vaccines to everything. If I want a tattoo asshole on my forehead, I should be allowed to do that. <laughs> no matter what anybody says. You should, you should consider that. I think you I have enough room on your head. You have enough room for the whole word. Fuck the whole word. He's got, he's got room for the whole word and then some. <laughs> I thought about printing the national contract on my head. Oh, I've got room for that. Anybody <laughs> Article one's right there. <laughs>
Honey, call. You don't have to tattoo it. We already know you're an asshole. Thanks, Rich. <laughs> Thanks, Rich. I love you. Uh, just kidding, bro. I so, know, I know. So, Dean, you been, you're, you're so, coming in and out. What? Call. Let me ask you something. What if they told you you got to know the DOK word for word? Like They, they tried just, that. They try in order to be a trainee, you gotta know the the DOT, yeah. the DOK, whatever the fuck it's called. I'm glad word for word. Guys, we talked about it. We talked about it. Vinny talked about it. There's ways around it. They'll do weekly testing or whatever. It's the same thing when they legalize marijuana. <laughs> Drivers come up, yo, so can I smoke now? I can smoke now. Guys coming up to me last week, yo, I got bootleg fucking vaccination cards. Should I use it? This is the nonsense that I got to fucking deal with, bro. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be a federal crime if it's not well, already. One thing ends up creating all other kinds of problems for sure. Well, let me ask you something, Rich. With that, because you just brought up a good point. With the with the marijuana. No, you so can't smoke okay and drive. No, you can't smoke marijuana. You Rich, drive. You Rich can't smoke it some right now. <laughs> if you're not allowed to cigar, drink and drive, it's a cigar. But you can drink legally. You know you can't do it and drive still, right? That's still a crime. Just like smoking marijuana, they want to make it legal. That's fine, but you can't yeah, do but, it and drive. It's illegal. But as but, a package driver, you're not going to be tested for that unless there's cause, which they can tell you're high, or you're in an accident. Then they can test you for it. Right. As a feeder driver with a Class A. We have we random can, we testing. Can random testing. I could walk into work tomorrow, and they could say, "Hey, you need to go pee in a cup." Right. So, so if they I, if they if they if they suggest uh, things that we're doing that and they test us, we can lose our job. Well, no, not right off the back because you could always say you have a problem, and they have to send you to a right. place to try to correct it. Well, you have now to, if you fuck up again. Well, you have to say you have the problem before correct. they notice your problem, because if they get if they see you before you tell them, then they have every right to take you off the job because. But of they your, have to. They have to see it. They can't just say, "Hey, Jamie, it's time to come in the office." And piss in this cup and take a, a Listen, piss test. They have to have if they reasonable feel, cause. If they, if they feel, if um, they see you that you're not fit for duty, they'll send you for a piss test. They yeah, have to. Yeah. You want to know something? Now, I'm tell you what's wait, wait, problem. wait. But if mm -hmm. they, if you go to them and say, listen, I have a problem. I want help. Then they'll, you know, the process and is like that. The but they cannot, you know, find out before you that you have a problem. I'm gonna tell you what's the biggest problem within within our local. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, the biggest problem is Give it especially to us, the guys that are coming from. I, I doubt this is the biggest problem in our local, but go ahead, Jamie. <laughs> well, a big problem that I'm seeing with with this, okay. a lot of guys that coming from the part time. <laughs> go ahead, Jamie. Spit it out, goddammit. Hang on. Nope, I got to get on the edge of my seat. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> well, well, the show is over now. We just finished. <laughs> is it 4 o'clock already? Yeah. Keep it tuning in for the What the Heck show here on Union Radio. They associate with management while they're part-timers. They be telling me, 
Yeah, they smoke weed, they do this, they come in smell like weed. Or, so now, now when they go driving, that same supervisor is now an on-call suit. So now, when they start doing stuff, that on-call suit starts to suspect that they're smoking weed or they're doing that, and they get caught. That's becoming a problem. I That's don't just know. something I noticed. The problem is I you mean, don't make friends with your supervisors. Exactly. You don't socialize with management. Exactly. And I don't think that's his problem just from the part-time. Yeah, but a lot of part-timers, they associate, they love to associate with these supervisors and they get caught when they become a driver. And you're right, it's not just part-timers, but from what I'm saying, it's a lot of part-time. So the, the lesson to be heard from Jamie is that <laughs> don't become friends with a guy that's going to become a manager because he's going to rat your ass out when you're smoking, when you're there, listen, there's guys right now that hang out with fucking management right now. No matter if they were they not friends or no friends, they are hanging out with them. They're drinking beer with them. They're fucking smoking joints with them. And, you know, and the supervisor to get brownie points is going to fuck you along the way. So, that's you know, right. that's why I say your, your management people are not your fucking friends, even though they were your friends before they became management. Once they become management and go to the other side, to the dark side, the dark you side. need to you need to fucking distance yourself from that guy 110%. You need yep. to take him off your Facebook. You need to take him off your fucking social media. You need to take him off your phone. Everything. You need to stop a, a relationship em. with that person because let me tell you something. These, If he went into management... It's because one reason only. He wants to move up the ladder, and the way to right. move up the ladder is to fuck you up your ass without fucking KY <laughs> and fucking get up that ladder. So if you are friends with these fucking management people, you are fucking retarded. They are not your friends. I, I, do, I, I go through this all the fucking time when I hear a member saying, oh, yeah, he helped me move. I'm like, what? He helped you move? <laughs> Now he knows. No now he knows that you live fucking five <laughs> minutes away from your fuck from the facility, and every time you're coming late, now he's gonna know. He's gonna bring you in the office because you're fucking late because you live five minutes because he helped you fucking move your your furniture. It just doesn't make sense. Don't think that these supervisors are fucking. Who's screaming like that? That's a COVID child. Oh, oh that's not me. Oh, that's uh, Anthony's. Uh, uh, kids, uh, but uh, I keep telling you guys: don't be a friend or think that management is your friend. They're gonna screw you at the end. They don't care about your family when it's time to uh, to get you fired and, and and get promoted. They will screw you just like any. It's just listen, whatever. They gotta take the next step. They're gonna use. You as that stepping stone, that's for that's sure. Right. Look, this yeah, is the bottom right. line, heck. They're not your friends. They're that's not it. your friends, it's been man. Said over and over from many, many old school union guys. I've been hearing that since I started. They are not your friends, plain and simple. Stay yeah. away from them. Don't make friends with them. Don't drink with them. Don't smoke with them. Don't snort with them. Don't, whatever it. it is that you're doing, don't do it with them. Damn it. They go. Don't, don't tell them any of your business. Don't tell them you bought a house. Don't tell them no. you have kids. That's Don't right. Tell them. Why would you tell them? Don't My tell good friend Richie Palakowski told me that one day. I'll tell you a story. A long time ago, a couple years ago, a guy bought a house. He told them the guy likes to stay out 12 hours every day. 
They told he told him, "Yo, I bought a house." You know what they did? They took all his pickups off. They put him on a diet, and they put him on a diet. Really nice, right? But that's your friend, Megs. That's to get them to come in on Saturday. Yeah, that's your friend. Your time because now you got no pickups and you need the overtime because you got a house, and now you're in your office. And you know what everybody says? That's it, man. I'm blocking the number. I'm not helping them no more. (laughs) Excellent. Good job. Well, everyone should block their number. They shouldn't even be calling your cell phone uh, at all. I mean, I don't understand what is – it's easy for them to contact you through the phone than through the diet board. You're making their job 120% easier when they can contact you directly to your phone. You don't understand – I was the type of guy that I blocked every supervisor from my phone. The only way they can communicate with me was through the diet board. And you got to understand the delay on the diet board. The delay on the oh, diet yeah. board, to, for them to send you a message, they have to call the OMS. The OMS has to write down the message. The OMS has to send the message. It takes maybe 10 minutes to get to us. Then they got to wait for a respond, another 10 minutes to respond. And then it goes back and forth for a half an hour to by the time they get you get the message and and finish the message. It's fucking a half an hour, 45 minutes (laughs) versus them calling you directly to the phone and telling you I'm instructing you to do this. You are an asshole because now you're not uh, you're not wasting you're not making any money because they're going directly to your phone. That's why I say block the supervisor. You have no record of the conversation. Exactly. 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 Because they can say whatever the fuck they want on the phone, and then later on, when you say, "Well, I did him a fucking favor, and, and he called my phone," and and remember that favor, the supervisor is gonna say, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Now. I don't know how it works in Boston or California, but how does the recording of conversations go in New York? Is it a one-party state, a two-party state? What are we allowed to do? Because if I, let's say I did, for whatever reason, I got into an accident or the truck broke down and I wanted to just speed things up a little bit, so I put them on the phone. If I recorded the conversation, is that admissible in in? arbitration or anything like that or i just Hector's making a face like it's already a bad idea yeah i know it's a bad idea hector i'm just saying why even why why even question that there's a fucking bad idea for you to even conversate and make the process what process are you going to make go faster by talking to them on the fucking phone they need to come to the scene they need to come there you have to wait there and as long as long as they fucking take to come to the scene it is what it is. Never have a supervisor tell you, listen, is it bad? Is it all right? All right, leave. Because yeah. right there is, is evidence right. for them to I'll say. To take some pictures. Take some pictures of it and you're all set. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. Pictures. Because now, 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 let me tell you how the supervisor that told you to leave the scene is going to save his ass and not yours. Because now the customer is going to call corporate and say, I got into an accident and the driver left. You're going to say, well, the supervisor told me, here, here, I see, you see, he called me. And then the supervisor is going to say, no, I told you to stay on the fucking scene. Yeah. So now guess what? You're at four. You left the scene of an accident. They're going to fire you. They're but not now, fire- but, but, but go, let's go past that for a second. And let's just say that I did, I did call them, but I recorded the conversation. 
And now I have proof that supervisor asshole told me to leave. Is that admissible in arbitration? Yeah. That's my no, question. You, as long as, I don't know, the state of New York. You're doing it in Massachusetts, I can tell you that. Yours is a two-party state? Two-party state. I've oh. used it, yeah, and, I, and it's been brought up, and I've had no problem. They also tried to ban me from bringing my phone to the building a couple of years ago. Okay. Because, so, so because you, in, in a hearing, one of my drivers in the office, someone was using their phone to record. Not gonna say who it was, but <laughs> the person and the super the manager was trying to bully a guy whose English wasn't perfect and said you lied under investigation, blah blah blah. We submitted that and guess what? The driver's been here forever. And he transferred thanks to Hector to another building and he's happy. And this manager is in Florida having a good time down there falsifying probably always. The bottom line is, when they tell you to do something, tell them to send you a diet. Yeah, make message. sure you have. And proof. guess what happens? And guess what happens? You get no diet right. message. Right. Yep. You it's, know why? Because they know what they're telling you to do is That's wrong. Right. There you go. Yeah. And but but also the way around that is it's almost everywhere is a two party agrees. You know, there are a few places that it's one party. If you're on property at work, there's. There's signs everywhere that say you're being recorded at this time. So if, if you're recording a conversation on your phone with someone, as far as two party goes, you're you're I think you're okay because the signs all say you're being recorded. They can't right. say for the, for the yeah, members I was being recorded. For the members parties, that are listening, guys, for the members that are listening, you said you your state is a two party state, correct? Correct. Yes. Can you explain what a two party state means as far as recording? It means that, it, that you have to have consent of both people involved. So I can't I can't record you without saying, Hector, is it, do you mind if I record this conversation? You have to consent. I know that I'm recording and you have to consent. So both parties have to agree that we're recording the conversation. So you would have to say audio. So you can, you know, that they can have surveillance video with no sound all over the building without anybody's consent. That, like, yep, that is correct. You, you take a video with your phone and you can hear everybody talking. Now you got an issue. So New York state is a one, uh, a one party state. So it, that's for me, what Rockstar Condoms is saying, yeah, yeah. So that's that's, that's a different volume, right? So you can record as long as you're in the room. Yep. So Only you don't have to tell to them that. that you're being you're being recorded, as long as you're in the room with the recorder and saying that you need, you know you're the one party guy. So this is the difference between you know two parties and and one party. Uh, the one party is that you can record and you have to be in the room, I guess. And the second and the number two is, uh, like Greg said, that you have to tell the person that you are being recorded and he has to acknowledge it and accept the right. fact that. So if, the moral well, of the story I, is, go ahead. I'm sorry, Dean. And that's and that's why anytime someone that I don't trust, because me being a steward, I get phone calls from uh, a lot of management people. If I don't trust them, which there's a lot of them, but there's some I do trust. If I don't trust them, I let it. I let their calls go straight to voicemail because yeah, then let them record it there. Yeah. They're they're they, there's, there's no way they can deny. Oh, I didn't know I was being recorded. You're leaving a voice message. Of course right. you knew you're being recorded, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. So the moral but, of the story pretty much is, is, you know, obviously first things first, we don't want to 
have personal phone call conversations with management. However, if for whatever reason we feel it's necessary to do so, have the recording or ha- or let them know, hey, I'm recording this conversation. If you don't want to talk anymore, that's fine. But I'm recording this co- this conversation for my own ass, and that's it. You can have a little you have a little disclaimer in the beginning. This call is being monitored and recorded for quality and training purposes. Or you can just record the conversation and not say shit. You just can't use it. That no, be you, your but own you personal. But you're going to want to use it if you're told don't sheet that package missed. Bring it back oh, to the right. building. Of course. And now you're but, not but cheating. Why did you just get a scan? But sometimes as a steward, you just want to remember the conversation in, in full and you want to remember everything that was said. Right. So when you record sense. that and then later on, just go and make sure you get everything in your notes. <laughs> this way you just don't forget anything that was said in that room that day. Oh, I yes. just want to point out after an hour and 18 minutes into the Zoom call, <laughs> Jamie finally figured out how to change his background picture. Nice, Jamie. For the people not, not watching us on Zoom, he finally figured it out. He's actually got a pretty cool background picture, too. Yeah, it's different than ours. Yeah, where'd well, you get that one, Jamie? From me. What do you think? <laughs> Let me see. I was Dean, going. I, I was going. Yoda, listen, I was going I with Baby Yoda. I was going for that logo that he has, and I, I didn't really like it too much, so I went with the other one, which is the okay. one behind you. Richie right. still has no choice. Yes. So, uh, so now let's get back into the IBT because we have two guys here from Boston and California. And then we have these 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 guys uh, <laughs> from from eight oh four, and uh, you know, hey. so I don't know. I think all of us here, I, except uh, Jamie, I think we're all for the odd slate right now. Oh, except uh, Carl too, because Carl's against the fence. And um, I didn't what <laughs> he's against the fence with Carl Jamie. and Jamie. Are you guys with Verma? I I'm oh, with Oz. I said it before and I'll say it again. I'm with Vinny Perone until the death. So and, if Vinny Perone leads me to the gates of hell I wish, and he makes an arrangement with the devil and says we're starting the hell slate, I'm riding with Vinny Perone on the hell slate. I wish I <laughs> wish your your partner was here, Dean, because he's, God save your he's soul. a Verma he's a Verma guy. And I would like to know what made him go that route after all these years with Hoffer. Uh, I know I don't want you to speak for him, but I would love to have I would love to have him here because you have people that's I don't want to hear everything about Oz. I want to hear uh, why would you pick a guy like Verma? Uh, that's what I want to hear because obvious all of us here at this platform right now is, is going to be voting for Oz, and I, I would I would love to hear a person from the other side and why would he? Maybe we could Dean Dean. Maybe we could get Wayne Ponsky on the show. I know his Dean's partner Wayne Ponsky is a huge of. Uh, That's what he's supporter. talking about. That's who he's talking about. That's who I was oh, talking about. Talking. Where are he you? He doesn't pay attention to the show anymore. I know. <laughs> just because you're not, just because you're in Brooklyn, it doesn't mean you're in another country, bro. <laughs> well, Jesus let's Christ. get Wayne in here. Can we get I was, Wayne in here? That's what I was saying to him that. I don't think Wayne wanted to discuss that on the air or in Facebook, but uh, I would love to have a, a a Steve Verma person explain to me what is his quality and what is, is going to happen that he's going with that, you know, Verma. I mean, I, yeah, I, but we're not going to, we're not going to have a, a, 
uh, eight on one, are we? Like, let the if we're gonna no, if we're gonna, we're gonna have gonna, somebody who supports. Listen, the you other have side, to respect. At least let listen, them talk. you're gonna listen. How disrespectful I am! You have to respect his opinion. Period. I I respect a person that's going for Verma. You know, it's just it is what it is. Well, I was, but I would like to, to hear you you're very mean to people. I am very mean to people, but I, I have to respect his opinion, just like I respect okay. your opinion. Can, that, I, can I say something? No, you cannot. Uh, but anyway, no. <laughs> everything you say is off topic. <laughs> and the, reason, the reason why I want to say it is because we have the IBT thing coming, but mainly because mm. we have the vaccinations now and also. We have a monumental ruling that's about to come in a matter of days, meaning the PB, PBD ruling is going to be here any any day now. Yeah. So now you got the vaccinations and you got the PBD ruling. When's the PBD ruling coming? It comes up in day. They, they act for an extension two, two, two and a half weeks. So sometime next... I think they said the, the end of week, October sometime know. around. Of course, well, after peak starts. It says in September. I hope so because because they were already advertising. They were already advertising. Get your own helpers. They're already they they were handing out a sheet that they wanted all of us to take with a QR code <coughs> on it for uh, for your helper for your if you know anybody who wants to be a personal vehicle driver or if you I don't have enough people that I hate that much to bring <laughs> them on and tell them to drive their personal car around delivering packages and. I'm not. I. I don't think we need PVDs. I think we can handle it. Well, are they are they advertising anywhere else? Greg, Dean, Tony, Jamie in Brooklyn. Well, right now in local 804, we're having a uh, issue. We having a. We had to have a emergency. Uh, 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 meeting. Yeah, I meant to say that, but it's ops. not. It's not called meeting. Ops uh, management meeting. We had had emergency because in in Connecticut, uh, with the storm, the roof caved in. Collapsed, right? Yeah, it collapsed. So now they had to move those guys from a different local into our 804 junction, which they're going to go into the Elmsford uh, Elmsford building, and then they're going to take uh, Elmsford 18 drivers from the Elmsford building. They're going to bring them into the New Yorktown building. I mean, to the Yorktown building and 18 to the new Yonkers building. And 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 this is this is this is what I'm saying. This this is what I'm trying to say. The fucking company always wants to fuck the member. Wants to fuck the the the, the thing. And and, and and emergency situations like the pandemic that we came strong and we were out there. We were fucking risking our fucking lives out there from getting the vax. You know, getting that fucking COVID and bringing it back to your family. We risked our fucking we. We were out there. We were heroes. Never exactly. We were heroes, Never Hector. And then, you know, just we asked for a fucking hazmat pay just to fucking, you know, make us feel like we are wanted in this company and we're doing And appreciated. Outlet. Exactly. And now with this fucking bullshit that this storm nature called and broke that fucking hazmat building that they always fucking rent out or whatever. They don't maintain very well. And now they want the union to be like... Yeah, we need help here. We need to uh, look at that picture. <laughs> they can't even fix the Foster Avenue roof. Exactly. And now, you know, <laughs> the company's like, please help us. We're trying to, you know, and, and we 
as a union, we said, you know, we're not going to let those guys from Connecticut not have any work or whatever. Yeah, come. We'll welcome you. And, you know, the company don't see shit like that. And that's what pisses right. me off. That, you know, we ask for something and they be like, ah, fuck that. We're not giving it to you. But when we when they ask for something in an emergency, oh, please, we have to, we, you know, it's just it's just so fucked up. I just had to put it out there. In local <laughs> you know. Well, you make a lot of sense, Hector. I think a lot of the members are tired and it's not just us here in, in, in local 804 and what we're dealing with here. It's all across the country. I'm sure Dean. Uh, I was talking to Dean earlier. His local has 22,000 members. I didn't even know that was a. I didn't even know that was a thing. Like that's having a, a, a local. That's that's uh, so many members. I, it's I mean, almost triple I, our membership. I think Dean on his own deals with what a thousand feeder drivers. Dean, you were telling me. He's uh he's 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 no. poor. He's doing something he's that paused. he don't want us to show. <laughs> okay. But anyway, eight, 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 now getting out that topic. Um, and going into our local elections. So I sent you. I sent you. Richie, I just want to say if that you, picture is in reference to me. You can go screw yourself, okay? Why would it be <laughs> reference to you? You're not. You're not black. What picture? Rich. Rich put up a picture. He yeah, I didn't down. see it. Oh, there, there it is. goes. Today is Big Head Day. Congratulations, <laughs> Carl. <laughs> I didn't know today was uh, National Big Head Day. Yo, you need to put on a shirt, really, because you're not sexy without your shirt. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, yeah, it must be cold this, this where week, you are, too, because your nipples are pretty... Uh, <laughs> this week... Oh jelly beans. Guys, this week... This week... Uh, uh, the guys that are running against us, uh, 804 Members First, put out a statement... And um, the statement was something to do with we lost six uh, sleeper jobs because the president of our local decided to take a uh, commercial truck uh, sign and put it in front of a management house. And because of that, we lost uh, six uh, sleeper team. Right. Yeah. It was when so did we lose the sleeper teams? Can you read that, uh, uh, um, Anthony, can you read the com the the thing that I sent you? It, it made no sense, and and I'm and the reason I'm getting into that is because I'm going to tell you something. When this guy went into was in office, something similar happened with the fact that feeder drivers got fired for nine weeks, and then they had to you know scram and get these guys job back, and it was about twelve, twelve from our local and twelve right. from. Local 177. 177 in Jersey. That's right? correct, and uh, and, and because he put out this, that. and the and the and the thing is that he put out a statement to try to make the president of the local look bad because he he says that we lost the six feeder, uh, but he has he has wrong information, and that's 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 slang well, and that's bullshit. Let me read it for you. Let me read yeah. it for you, Hector. And just so that everybody knows, only I think maybe eleven or twelve people may have read this because it has like one like, and the only people on their page I think are eleven people, and that might be including their slate. But anyway, so it says, "Greetings, brothers and sisters of Local 804." As we have all heard, the feeder department has lost six over-the-road jobs to New Jersey Local 177. This represents 12 high-paying full-time feeder jobs. Until Local 804 gets these jobs back, there will be a long. 
long-lasting effect in the seniority rotation. The loss of 12 feeder jobs means a delay for 12 package car drivers coming into feeders, a delay of 12, 22.4, or part-timers becoming permanent package car drivers, and a delay of 12 part-timers becoming 24 to four drivers. Can you hold on a second? Hold, hold, hold. Dean, Dean, can you, Dean, can you uh, mute yourself because everything that Tony's saying is you're overriding him. You can, you can mute him. Mute him. Um, heck. Yeah, I think you got the power of muting him, Hack. I got the power. Should I read all over from the top? He's not muted. Hold on. I mute myself right now. Hold on. <laughs> you can do that one, too. How you do that? <laughs> I, can't, I can't mute him. He's not mute. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I can't mute him. I don't know. Whatever. There you go. You mute everybody. He got it. He got it. Okay. Anthony can, because Anthony's the host. Oh yeah, yeah Anthony. I think I could mute him. Okay, good. I made, I made you the host. All right, go ahead, yeah, Ant. He's muted. Go ahead, Ant. Okay. From the top. From the top. So greetings, my brothers and sisters of Local 804. And again, when he's saying this, I think only 10 or 11 people saw it, but whatever. As we have all heard, the feeder department has lost six over-the-road jobs to Local 177 in Jersey. This represents 12 high-paying full-time feeder jobs. Until Local 804 gets these jobs back, there will be long-lasting effect in the seniority rotation. The loss of 12 feeder jobs means a delay for 12 package car drivers coming into feeders, a delay of 12, 22.4 or part-timers becoming permanent package car drivers, and a delay of 12 part-timers becoming 22.4 drivers. Local 804 Experience Matters rented a van, put a sign on it, and went to the manager's house and held a rally. I'm just going to stop right there. And yeah, say stop right there because I want to talk about we that. We did put a, a, a truck out there, yes, but there was no rally in front of the guy's house. It's not like we had 100 people in front of the guy's house hooting and hollering. That's why I say. literally just a sign truck. That's why I say they're they running on no merits whatsoever. They're running on bullshit stuff that they wasn't even there to even witness because they didn't even come to support those part-timers that got fired and the reason why we put that truck in front of a management house and I don't and I and I kudos to fucking Vinny and the balls that he has to do that because no other executive board would have done that shit and I guarantee you I think Vinny and Sean O'Brien would have probably did the same fucking thing you know, because they got yeah. balls. They and got balls to do part, it. Hector, it says here the rally disrupted the manager's family and neighborhood. Ooh, fuck Whoa. it. Wow. Guess Ooh. what? Guess what, Danny motherfucking Tabo? That's right. We disrupted it. Fucking family and friends. Because you know what? They don't give a fuck when they fire a member and they go home to their wives with a fucking job and eat regular fucking food and have money to fucking buy food. They don't give a How fuck. About the disruption of those members' lives who were fired and on the street for over a month, Hector. How about that? Exactly. And that's what I mean, that this motherfucker is defending the fucking management and he wants members first. He keeps, we keep reading because it, it gets more interesting. He says, that's why yeah, I yeah, would put yeah. members first. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? Putting members first is fucking with the management company because they fucking, uh, they put out 10 people that particular manager put out 10 people, didn't give a fuck that three of them were pregnant women. 
Yo, Tony, you gotta you gotta post that in that group, man. Come on. The rally disrupted yeah. the manager's family and neighborhood. The removal of the six over-the-road jobs from local 804 to Jersey locals 177 was the result of this rally held by the current board. The arrogance and the unprofessionalism of the current board did not put members first. The running slate, local 804 members first, will always have the members' best interest first and will never allow this to happen. Let me tell you something, man. When I, when I, it, it hurts just reading it because it's ridiculous. On 43rd Street, I proudly set in the motion the nominations for Eddie Viata for position of president of local 804, my good friend, Eddie Viata. But that's just, just, that's just the way that I am. I mean, um, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I'll, I'll tell you that I'm wrong, and I'll learn from it. This but is guess, guess, guess what? <laughs> they just they just called two more of the guys from my center to Peters. They calling them like rampant man. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. He's putting out negative shit that he don't understand. Because now I'm going to tell you when he was in office how he fucked up with feeders, and he's so worried about members first, right? That's what he said, right? Members first yep. and the professionalism. Okay. So the yeah. story that you probably guys don't know, uh, a total of 24 feeders got fired. 12 from the 177 side and 12 from the 804 side. And it was because it was, stealing, it was stealing time. So they all got fired. 24 feeder drivers got fired for stealing time that the company says that they were stealing. So now nine weeks into the, They've been out of work for nine weeks. They finally come to the table to have a negotiation of bringing those guys back. Now, 177 negotiated good for them. I mean, I think they didn't deserve, but they did get a suspension. But they got seven weeks of back pay, and they got two weeks suspension. This son of a bitch fucked our 804 guy and fucked them and they are pissed off about it they still pissed off to this day because they got the opposite of it they got seven day seven weeks of of um suspension and only two weeks back pay which that he didn't say that on that comment because he don't want to talk about what he fucked up when he was in office you know so we have 804 members feeder drivers that got fucking the raw the raw deal they should have had the same deal as the 177 guys got which is seven weeks of back pay and two weeks suspension the 804 guys got seven weeks suspension with two weeks of back pay so how are you telling me you're putting members first you tell me with that article that you put out and what you did when you were in offer you fucking stupid motherfucker that's why you are you can't be a fucking president of this local when you're ready to fuck the members first. So wait a second. What was the reason why they moved the six over the road jobs? No reason whatsoever. What happened was the the, the over the road jobs in 177 uh, is a lot of them. So they felt that only the only six drivers that were affecting the 804. They wanted to take that work and put it in 177. Okay. So it's, it's they can't. About the, it's mainly about the highways because they're closer to the highways to get on the road and get to where they got to go. Exactly. In, in 804, we're not close to the highways. We got to so, do a lot to get to the highways to get over the road. So it, the fact that. 77 is right there by the turnpike. They gone too. So the and fact plus they have, they have they have more, they have more sleeper teams 
they right. have a tremendous amount of sleeper teams in 177 in Jersey. Right. So we only had six sleeper teams. There was a total of 12 drivers. It didn't affect, they affected them because they like doing the sleeper jobs, but they didn't affect by seniority. They came back into feeder and now they're doing locally. Uh, so they didn't lose their jobs. He made it sound like they lost their jobs. No, but he what he made it sound like was this a, was a direct result of Vinny going to that particular manager's house. But you got to be a smart guy. You got to be a smart right guy. Here. This happened before the Laurelton shit. So no, but how the fuck I, they going to negotiate something that it happened before? When it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't that, make sense because that, who gives a fuck if those if that car was in front of the fucking CEO's house? Who gives a fuck? We're fighting for a rights of the membership, correct? This is what I, we do. Yeah, I don't think for him to say, "Oh, it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. It was not professional." Fuck the professional at this point when you're you're firing ten people and three pregnant women. But I've I've, I've heard that they were going to start doing something with sleeper teams months ago, even before that. That they were going to do something with all sleeper teams, trying to. Get them closer to road to the to highways and all that stuff. They they Ben was in the talks for that. I think that saying that this was a result of Vinny going to the labor manager's house or the manager's house uh, with this with the sign truck or whatever. I think saying that that's a direct result is strictly political. I'm fucking uh, proud. I am so proud of Vinny oh, I was, I was and the members well. that supported the fact that we were there supporting those 10 part-timers, three pregnant women. We were supporting them all kinds of way, media, social, uh, fucking uh, politics, the guys that are running for mayor. Everybody was there we had the sign truck up, and we did everything to show the company. You fuck with a member, this is how we fuck with you. Okay? Yeah, they, right. I guarantee you we put it out because last executive board wouldn't even put out the fucking fat cat. And guess who was the last executive board? Who? 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 It was Danny Montavo and crew. They were there. They Ooh. didn't want to put out okay. why. Why they didn't want to put out the fat cat. I tell you why. Because they were fucking scared. They were scared to put out the fat cat and get the retaliation from the company because they couldn't even handle them in a local level. Now they're going to, oh, if I put out the fat cat, we're just going to bring more heat to the membership. Guess what? Be Have balls and put members first like you say you want to put members first and fucking put out that fat cat. We went into office. The first thing we did was dust the fucking fat cat out because we were about to use that motherfucker. And the company don't like that. But if you give in to the company and say, I'm like, all right, I'll put out the fat cat. But if you give me what I want and make me look like I'm good, then I won't put out the fat cat. Fuck you. Put out the no, fat I, cat. I'll put I out the fat cat regardless. I think that was a strong show of leadership by Vinny to, to do what he did, driving that truck to the manager's house. And then to, to, to say that the 12 members technically, quote unquote, got demoted because of it. I think that's um, they didn't that's, get demoted. That's trying to shit on the whole movement. I don't I don't like that. They didn't get demoted. They didn't get demoted. They didn't get demoted. They're well, still in feeders. They're in feeder, but they're not on their sleeper job, which okay. is the the job that they wanted. They're still doing feeders. But but I'm just saying, I think that trying to spin that strong, you know, display of leadership by Vinny and say that that was 
that these guys lost their jobs and res- or got got moved down to feeder as a result is is not fair and it's just mm-hmm. showing that you're you're not looking to take a strong apo- approach when it comes to fighting the the company but at some point, let, let me ask you what Greg. you want to do for the company uh, right the, you got to sometimes you got to whip it out put it on the table and say this is what I'm working with what are you going to do about it now Greg your your principal officer is Sean O'Brien I got to ask you a question. You think he would have took the same approach as Vinny as fucking fucking with management because they're fucking with our members? Absolutely. No question. Well, he is known as the Boston bully, right, Greg? (laughs) (laughs) You're on the management side, he is. That's freaking right, you are. But that's, listen, that's the way I am, and I don't give a fuck what anybody talks about what Vinny, if he did it wrong, it was a disrespect. Because I know a lot of members were saying, oh, it's it's like disrespect going to his house and putting that shit. Fuck that. Because they don't give a fuck. They don't. They don't give a fuck when they arrest you in front (laughs) of the. They wait to arrest you when the members are all there watching you walk out from being arrested or fucking being, you know, getting on a a nine working seventy two and walking you out and your and your friends and your members are watching you and they say, I just got fired because you know they don't give a fuck about that. So why would you? Why as members, as union members? We should show exactly what we mean when we say members first. We fight for you guys. We're going to be there for you guys. And we're going to take any measures to make that company look like they were wrong. They fucked up. Bring them back. So where, where can I view this memo? It's on the... Uh, they have their own members first page now. Yeah. And this on is the guy that wants. Whatever. Yeah. You want you want me to copy that and put it on our page? Really? Yeah. You know, Jamie. Jamie don't like them for his personal I'll reasons. I'll send it to you. I'll his send personal it to reasons. You in the text. Look and this is look, on the page. look at Tony's face. It looks like he just smelled a pile I, of shit. Well, he's taking the shit. Just reading the, it, it's just like ugh. Hector. Like, come on. A sip of water or something. Take a break. How about this? Actions speak louder than words. They, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they were in the office. What did they do to show that they were in charge at large? Nothing. Did they show up to Laurelton at all? Not one of them. Not one of them. Not one of them. And that's uh, why when when that guy, Kelly guy, uh, talks about Laurelton, that shit pisses me off because you should have been there. Uh, um representing or not representing rep, just supporting the 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 10 that got walked out and they wasn't there and it i had i i, I don't like that you don't have the right to talk about something that you wasn't involved in that you didn't support you didn't come to the rally in front of laurelton which was your old building, and you have no right to talk about it in your fucking bio. And by the way, I'm waiting. I'm still waiting. Hey, Dan, uh, what's his name? Justin. Coming soon. We, we've been waiting for your bio. What do you have to say about running with these guys? I want to know. I really well, want to know. Who in the fucking right well, mind well, will run with these motherfuckers? About, his bio should be about what he's done. I don't well, give a did, fuck they if did it... Update. They did update their page, and our own uh, Tony Rosario is is featured on their page. I don't know. If, did you give permission? Did I did you... not give permission. What do you mean? What What is it saying that he's a fucking? Well, he's a. I, I I wish I could share my screen. I uh, 
Hold on. Me... Hold on. Did you send me the picture just now? I, I sent you the sent picture. picture. I sent you the picture about five minutes ago because I on. thought you Can were going to send... react, but you didn't. Uh, hold on. Can you send it to me? I, I want to see it. You. Hold on. Let me take a look. Oh, there he goes. Fighting for no, the members. Oh, the... I told you this picture was going to come out. Wow. Here it is. Wow. Here it is. I told you this picture was going to come out because you got two <laughs> guys. You got Freddie and you got, uh, what's his name? Rosario, I told you this picture was yeah, going to come that out. Was, that was at a, a Christmas party. They actually uh, put it on their face. They put it on their Facebook page, fighting for our members. Wow! Wow! wow. That was a wild face to get you had, wow. the, you had the Pepe Le Pew uh, mustache. That's why yeah, I never. That that's why I never took Pepe a, Le Pew back then. <laughs> that's why I never took a picture with these guys or anything because they are fucking. This is what they use. This is exactly the right example. They want to change that picture that Rich got Freaking down there real. hanging out with labor. Look at all those labor guys there, and they're all in there. Look, you got Montabo, Murphy. You have every guy that is running now with all those labor guys with Rich. Those guys in brown shirts are the guys that fire you, that don't give a fuck about your family. And those are the guys they're hanging out with, taking a fucking photo ops. This is, this is what... This executive board uh, members first want to do. They want to get back in to be friends with those guys again. Those guys that are fire you in a second. That don't give a fuck about your livelihood. Don't give a fuck about your mortgage, your 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 car payment, your uh, anything. They these guys right there that they hanging out with. And this is this is the guys that want to be back in the office. And and uh, yo, this is surprising right now. I, I told I'm you, like, I told you, uh, don't take a fucking picture. Taking pictures of parties, man. And then you got Freddy. <laughs> Supermodel, that's what happens. You got double, <laughs> you got double agent Freddy there. <laughs> nah, I'm only kidding. Uh, but you got, it's, it's, you know. You the it's on Facebook? It's on their page. What happened? They themselves the horse trading, like, bringing horse trading back. Yeah, that's what it was, horse training, because you had that one guy there, uh, Dwight Phillips, who was a big horse trader. Uh, and I, 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 I'm i not going to explain it again, but I saw in action him horse trading in action, and that's why they removed him from my uh, from the Bronx because I went AWOL. Ballistic. You went ballistic. I went ballistic, and they changed uh, BAs there because they was like, oh, he already caught me doing horse trading, so let me go to Nassau. And be a horse trader there, and I know in Nassau it was uh, corrupted with those two in that Nassau building. Greg is getting bored. Bored. He's like, oh man, fucking local eight hundred four politics is fucking. You guys dead. have an election coming up or something? No, no. So Freddie uh... just put down that he's voting for EMS. It's a Girl Scout cookie. <laughs> he um, uh, thing. He's voting for EMS. He's no double agent. He's, he's voting for DM he yeah, is, EMS. I don't know. Maybe you're double agent. Who? You, motherfucker. Get <laughs> the fuck out of here. Maybe we should. I can't believe they say you. I don't know, bro. Like, you got you. I'm not in the picture, picture with Murphy. You are, not me. That's it. I'm going to start getting copyrights That's on it. my face because, Greg, I'm not allowing this shit, Greg. Would you, right. would, would you, go, would, would you call Montabo and you, would you call Montabo and tell <laughs> him to take the, will you tell him? <laughs> Will you call him hey. and have balls and say, "Yo, I don't want my picture on your fucking page"? Will you and Freddie? Yeah, will you and Freddie do that? Let's call him right now. Do it live now. on air, call him right now. Do it. Do it live on the air. 
not, not your fault. There's no other good-looking guys number? in 804. <laughs> I do have his number. You want his number? Yes. Don't give it out on, on the show. I know. I know. What, what the fuck? You think I'm a rookie to this, Carl? <laughs> I'm just saying I don't want, you know. <laughs> you don't want what, Carl? You don't want what? You don't have no responsibility here. You just be on the fucking, on on the book and talk on the mic. I got the responsibility here. I, I'll take whatever I, it comes out. I'm not afraid of the responsibility. I'm just No, saying. you're afraid of fucking bullshit. I'm not afraid of fucking bullshit. I don't give a fuck. I'm not afraid of shit. You are afraid. <laughs> you are afraid your name going to be... I don't give a fuck about my name. You could talk shit about me. You could fucking call me the asshole of, of lifetime. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you got it? The asshole of a lifetime? I don't give a fuck. The asshole. Oh, I was giving New him. Lord. We're going to hand it out annually, Greg. The <laughs> asshole Lord. of the lifetime award. Sponsored by Hector Fortis. Tony, I'm waiting for you to post the memo so I can see it on Facebook, man. Oh, for God's sake. I'm going to send it to you. No, you're going to post it, man. Jamie, Jamie, what do you do all day? <laughs> yeah, Fucking yeah, do something. You're not even talking. <laughs> Yo, I sent you I sent you the number, uh, Rosario. You need to call him and tell him, listen, I don't appreciate you putting my picture on your on your Facebook page without even asking. That shit is bullshit. But anyway, that's that's the local 804. You guys, I'm not telling you what to do or how to do it, but you gotta do the research. A lot of guys that don't know what happened in the past with 804 and them being in that a whore was horrible it was a bad three years it not only that they went after the members as soon as they got into the office as far as tim sylvester and the crew because they wanted to eliminate eliminate the guys that the are potential to uh, run against them and it backfired on them in a bad fucking way and this is this is not what you want in a local you want people that to go into the local to represent the members to the full extent and not worry about who's going to run against you in three years. They could have waited. Just get in the office and start representing the members at, as soon as you get into the office. That's what you take the oath for. That's what you get elected for. And that's what you should do. And that's what I call members first. You don't go. It's not members first. Go after their jobs and go after their fucking positions and, and, and get them suspended from the local. That's that's bullshit. That is fucking. I, I what do you call? What do you call that? Uh, Am I the only one who can't wait for this election to be over? Who yeah, listen? Done. If there, oh, listen. First, you bad. You got to be qualified to run. Anyway, but we'll get into that on another a later date. But right now, you know, you you saying you, I don't know why you even picked the name members first because you don't think about members first. If you would have thought about members first, you would have been there in Laurelton. All differences aside, you can hate the fucking executive board, but you're there for one reason only, is to support the members that have been fired. You can't even do that. And you want to say they members first? Involved in anything, Hector. Even though you're 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 running against our board, but you could still show up to the softball tournament. You could still show support for your teams. You could still show up to the golf outing and and be generous for the Dr. Artie Foundation and for the members. None of them board, showed up trying to, to go to either? college. No. 
No. Nothing. Oh, I haven't come seen them at anything. Who they didn't you, come to the. And the funny thing is. Coming election? And the are funny thing Burma? is. Are they with the Oslate? Have they been petition driving? Have they been helping anybody? Have they been a part of any movement? Any one of them? Not just not just the, the, the main two, but where where have the other guys been? What are you guys Anthony, doing? Anthony, how about this? How about something, if you're not going to show up, how about something as simple as liking some of Vinny po Vinny's posts about the health benefits? <laughs> increase right enhancement right. how about throwing a like up when people got their jobs back how about patting them on the back and saying you did a great job and something like that people that aren't clapping when you're doing good bad stuff bro yeah why absolutely. don't you even do that man that's something simple and maybe you'd get some more supporters if you did that but to not even thank these guys for the improvements Justin Delarada, I'm sure he's a great guy. You don't think he's got a family and they don't like the lower co-pays and all the health benefit enhancements we've gotten? Come Absolutely. On. Give me a break, bro. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I, and I that's, and that's why uh, I'm the, so the pissed local, off. I'm sorry, Greg, years, but, you know, I get pissed off at people. Listen, if you have a reason and merits to run an, an election and you have – all the good, go you know, all the good things that your plans, like the, like uh, Ryan Kelly say, he has the formula. Uh, he, you know, if you if you have all the good <laughs> potential and you have the good intention to look out for the members, and if you see that if this executive board is doing bad, I got it. You need to take them out, just like a shop steward. If you feel as members that the shop steward is not doing anything for you, then, you know, get your balls together and run against him and make a better change. This is what I'm saying. These guys are not going doing it for the members first uh, so-called name. They're doing it. They just want to get into office to get out of the truck and make it easy for them to retire because that's where they're in an appointment. And you're going to see that if they don't get into office, they're going to they're going to line up to retire because that's what they were planned with but what they want to do just, is, is get three more i just want to see a mission statement just give me a mission statement just tell me what you're gonna do stop with the fucking bullshit stop talking about what everybody else is doing stop saying you know this was bad that was bad what are you gonna do that's all i'm looking for tell me what you're gonna do my thing is this though carl my thing is this we have as far as i'm concerned and listen i've been here 27 years so i could fucking say this in my 27 years i've been through my fair share of executive boards and yes i wasn't always as involved as i am now and over the last five Neither six years but i've seen but i've seen the executive boards and the amount of work and the people that were engaged, the people that were being educated. The, I've seen that over 27 years. And in the last three years, I've seen more of that than I've ever seen in 27 years. I've seen more engagement. I've seen more education. I've seen people that actually want to become stewards now getting trained if that's what they want i see i see so much membership participation so many filled union meetings zoom meetings um you know the 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 momentum that we're building right now as a union is so strong and so powerful. Why would you want to change that? This slate has done so much in the last three years. I mean, from from benefits to to education to to just bringing uh, uh, the backbone back to the I union. I agree with you. That, All that is, and we can't just keep swapping out for new fucking executive no, boards every three I, I years. I agree with you. I, I I am a huge fan and supporter of of. Vinny and all of experience matters. 
We've said it before. We'll say it again. If as long as you're in good standing, you have the right to run. I just want to read a fucking mission statement. What are you going to do? We had meet the last election. We had these meet and greets. We had all these opportunities to learn about what different slates we're going to do for local 804. And I haven't seen shit about what members first is going to do for local 804. They say they're going to put members first. How? Explain it to me. Explain it to everybody. We all want to know. Or well, ask Ryan Kelly. Apparently, he has the formula. The formula? <laughs> and the like formula. I said on a previous show, if you have the formula to fix this local union and you happen to lose, then if you really are members first, share the formula. A squared plus B squared equals I C squared. Share. What do you say, Jamie? Share the formula. What are you saying, Jamie? What are you slipping on, fool? <laughs> you slipping on, fool. I said, if you have the formula, you have, why are you holding on to the formula? We need that formula. Because it's top secret. We, because we don't need the fucking formula. We have the formula. It's working. Well, we, it's what top EMS secret. Doing, it's working. It's I top secret. This guy don't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's he's just <laughs> he just don't know what he's talking about. He tries to sound like he's intelligent. Uh, you know, it, it, it's just that he don't know what the fuck he's. Maybe he's a smart guy. You know, whatever. You know, whatever. But I don't think he's he's capable of having a formula how to fix whatever the fucking formula he's talking about. Because let me tell you something, we work our asses off in that hall, and we still run into shit that is just. It's just happened. It's just how do you f- fix stuff? You can't fix everything. We're not superheroes. When we 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 just you know what I'm saying? It's just crazy that he would say that it is is a formula. Uh, he has a formula to fix this local. Okay, we want to see need it. The formula, Greg. Y'all need it over there? No, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. To be honest, I. Cannot get over that picture of all those guys standing with the labor managers. I, I, yeah. I, to me, that is just, I, I I keep staring at it, and I'm like, I can't believe that that, who who poses for a picture with management? Yeah, and they said it, it, well, it was oh, wow. innocent. Listen, Greg, you, you're from the outside looking in, you know, right? So yeah. you, you see stuff like that. And the thing is that their excuse was we were doing it for a good cause. We were at a soup. Yeah, for we were at a soup. Uh, it was at a soup kitchen. Listen, right. soup you kitchen. can do it the for the good cause. The picture, Listen, they were, there's a lot of oh, there's a Go lot ahead. of places that you can be a you can do a lot of good stuff for the homeless for anything else without being with management. Without being with them, you don't have to be with them to do a good cause. That's what I'm understanding, and I don't understand the excuse that we were doing it. We we were with them because we were doing it for a good cause. You don't have to be with management that fucking fires your members to have a good cause. There's a lot of charities and a lot of all these uh, places that you can go and donate and be a part of uh, uh, of something that you don't have to be with management. So that excuse is bullshit. Is 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 just to tell the members, oh, we did it for no, you did it. You hung out with fucking management, and you fucking those are the guys that are uh, that that put a lot of people out on the fucking street with not worrying about their mortgage. And now you're gonna tell me it is okay because we were at a soup place. But, fuck but even here. if it was, even if it was a legitimate story and for a good cause, Greg Kerr would be an outsider looking in. It's not a good look. It does not look good that our executive board at the time 
is standing there at his side kitchen, by side, side by, with the people inter- that fire our brothers and sisters. Every other we just got talking about how members, it's a, trying to teach the members that management isn't their friends and not to hang out with them and not right. to talk to them and not to text them and not to, to drink with them on Saturday and not to do all these things. And then to see an executive board sitting there arm in arm with the, the very people who, like you said, are, are, are terminating their members. It's, it's not just, a good look I, at all. I can't. I, I just can't. I'm trying to comprehend it, and I can't. How about this, well, Greg? How about this? When they were at panel, and they were firing <laughs> members left and right when they were in office, they'd go out to lunch and buy lunch for the labor managers. I can't even. I mean, I've been to the panel for my own case, and it's like there's no. It's you. You know, those assholes are over there, and everybody else is over here. And there's no like, you know, maybe a, oh hey, can I can we talk about this issue on in a side conversation? But there ain't nobody hanging out with anybody. No, absolutely not. Uh, anyway, it's four well, o'clock. I want to thank everybody. I mean, geez, we had so many people on our show today: Greg Kerwood, Rich Polakowski, Dean Dawes from Gemini and Tow Truck. Uh, we had uh, Carl Morial, Jamie Holligan, and coming soon coming soon (laughs) justin (laughs) delarano at least you put a shirt on uh thank you guys all so much for listening we got a lot done this was our first big zoom facebook live event we appreciate everybody for listening this was awesome Uh, i just want to say like i always do you guys stay united solidarity we're here to put the you back in union and i say Fuck you. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for listening to the What The Heck Show. As you see, we did the Zoom. We did the f- live Facebook page. We did the live radio for you to listen. And we're going to put it on podcast for later. Later, if you missed the beginning of the show, you can see it live. Our faces. We are faces with radio. I mean, our faces for radio. And except, except Greg. Greg has got a, a good looking face. Everybody else. Greg's a handsome fella. Yeah. He's good for uh, TV. Yeah. We're, we're radio oh, faces. Yeah. So well, I'm chopped liver. I spent a lot of time on hair and makeup today. They don't like supermodel on this screen. Are you? Dude, f- isn't it? No. Thank Tony you, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, thank you for listening to the What the Heck Show here on Union Power Radio. We'll be back uh, two weeks from now. Uh, I don't know where we're doing. Uh, I guess the. Uh, um, uh, I'm speechless Try it now. Again. Oh, we might, be going to, we, be, we might be going to a member's house. No. Yeah. And also, this guy, uh, Carl Morial, if you guys see him, he's there. He's the guy with the uh, ball head, big head. Uh, <laughs> he's a part of our show now. Now he's the host of the What the Heck show. is Anthony Rosario, Jamie Holligan, and Carl Morial. And also... You got to hear me every week. Yes. The <laughs> every guy. Every two weeks, thank hey. God. So anyway, thank you. thank you for listening, <laughs> and I hope it makes it easier for you guys to see and hear the What The Heck Show. We'll try to make it more convenient and more education. Uh, we have a lot of people that comes on that talk about good stuff that you need to know while you're on the road. Thank you, and have a great Sunday. Thanks for having uh, Greg. And uh, that's it. Peace out, my brothers and sisters. I'm out.
Union Power Radio. Every other Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your hosts, Tony Rosario and Jamie Hayes.